Life, purpose, truth. Every day we ask ourselves the meaning of these words. To a lot, they are separate, but in reality they are one and the same. In this journey of life, we are in search of purpose and truth, but all we really need is Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. My name is Gabriela Undweche. Welcome to Truth. Welcome to MF. Hello, my loves. How are you guys doing? So, um, <laughs> before we dive into today's episode, I want to apologize. I said I was not going to make my testimony extra long. Or I was not going to. No, I promised that it was going to be long. Um, it was very long. It is very long. I said I wasn't going to split it in two because we have a lot to do this season. We have a lot to talk about this season and we are just limited to 10 or 15 episodes for season two. I don't want to shift anything. but I would have to change plans because my testimony is splitted <laughs> in two. Unfortunately, I had to split it in two. So... Please, 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 please bear with me. Bear with me. The Holy Spirit has been flogging me to share this for a very long time. And that is why I am sharing this. I talk a lot. I know. I know. I digress a lot. I will make sure that this part is going to be... Um, I actually made sure that this part was... I went straight to the point. I didn't digress too much. I didn't joke around too much. I went straight to the point. I hit... The hammer on the nail's head. So please enjoy this episode. Thank you. So I prayed a serious prayer. And um, I was angry with God. Now I, I, I knew that I was a sinner. And stuff like that. So I was, I was very honest with God. I said, look, I know that you and I are not best of friends. That I don't reference you. I don't do anything for you. That I don't love you. I get it. But see, this person is suffering. Won't you do anything about it? That was what I asked God that night. But I just got in a, got off a call with my boyfriend and he was broken. I could tell. Like, he was so broken that it broke me. That was how much I, I, I cared about this person, actually. Like, his mood affected my own. It was bad. That night, it was not funny. I cried. Yeah, I cried. I cried so much to God that night. And by then, I started using you version Bible app. And I just opened it in annoyance. And that was where I saw a scripture. A scripture that just made so much sense. That was what God used to speak to me. I'm going to rephrase it, but it was like, I have never left you. I have been with you, holding your right hand. I think that is in Isaiah. I can't, I can't really remember. I didn't write it down. But I will put it in the description box, in the info box of this episode. And that scripture spoke so loud to me, it was scary. Like, that was the first time I heard the voice of God. Like, not audible voice, like... Hey, my daughter, that, no, not like that. But that scripture became so alive to me. You know when they say the, the, the scriptures are living and active, that was like, it was alive to me. That scripture was alive to me. And I started crying and I was like, God, it is you. You know, that at that point, I kind of like, Let's say I rededicated my life to God or something like that. But I just said, maybe it was just, you know, emotions that pushed me to say, oh, God, is you, me and you. And stuff like that. And I took it to you, like, for, like, let's say a month or so. I was reading my Bible. I was praying. I was getting serious with God. But I go back to school 2021 and things are bad and I lose focus. I start manifesting and witchcraft and you get the gist. So I I did this job. I did it. And I felt 
so filthy. I felt so filthy because I had to I had to sleep with somebody. You know. I I I felt I felt so filthy. I was disgusted with myself. I hated myself for it. First of all, I just cheated. <laughs> that was the first thing. Like I ju- I just cheated on my boyfriend. That was the first thing that came to my mind. I just cheated. I felt disgusted with myself. I was I I could not live with myself. And by then I had broken up with my boyfriend. Have I? No, we had not actually. We had not. We had not. We were still together. So because I, because of the fact that I could not live with myself, I broke up with him. And I I just couldn't. At that point, to then my excuse then was, oh you know you don't give me money, you don't take care of me, you don't care about me. Or just sidelined me you know that was my excuse but the reason why was because i could not live with myself i could not pretend that i didn't do something bad i could not pretend i wanted to end this relationship and if possible continue the rubbish i was doing and that way i won't hurt any other person but myself that was the plan but it didn't work out. We got back together and I had to stop the job because I could not live with myself. So getting back with this person changed a lot of things for me. I was no longer resentful towards him. So like well like the relationship was all over again. You know. I stopped doing manifestations. The other people, guys that were giving me attention, I had to, you know, block, stay away from me. <laughs> stuff like that that was what happened but when god decided that okay it is time for me to handle this girl's fuck up like this girl has swallowed in misery for so long it is time for me to arrest this girl that was on christmas eve 2021 christmas eve 20 i can never forget that day that was the day that i was reborn Forget 2019, forget 2020 ending, like the last quarter of 2020. I can't remember the the month. 2021, 24th December. I can never forget that day in my life. Ever. So if you're familiar with Catholics, you will know that on 24th of December, there's always mass, like a vigil mass, where they, you know, there are two masses. Some will start by one, will start by seven, then another one will start by ten to twelve, you know, to Christmas. From because I told my grandmother we attended the one by seven. I was it's eight, eight o'clock mass, you know, praise and worship and stuff like that for Christmas. So if you attend that, you can choose not to attend mass on Christmas Day. And my grandmother was not going to attend mass on Christmas Day because she was tired. So we were back from church. At night, so I was on my bed. That my nice, you know, cozy night call with my with my beloved. <laughs> I said, okay, let me let me watch some, you know, YouTube videos, and I stumbled upon Pastor Mike Todd's um message. That message was preached in another church, and um, I think it's tamed the flames or tamed by the flames. I can't remember the title. Of that message but he shared his testimony like half of the message was his testimony his story of how he moved he got saved from lost porn and masturbation and he spoke about soul ties spoke about a lot of things like the bad effects of on and masturbation on your life mentally and spiritually and all of that and the holy spirit convicted me so strongly i have never felt that in my life ever like even up to now i haven't felt that kind of conviction <laughs> like i've not felt that conviction again 
It was so great. Like, God was in my room that night. It was, you can, words cannot explain what I felt that night. I felt so filthy. I felt so much dirt. Like, I felt like I was trash. That I deserved to die. But I met Jesus that night and honestly the compassion I felt like when I confessed my sins I didn't see Jesus and it's not as if I saw a physical being a physical body of Jesus I did not but I felt so much compassion so much love I felt so much love. I, I felt so much love. So much love. I felt so much love. I can't even explain it. I felt so much love that night. That I cried and cried and cried. I first cried for my sins, cried for forgiveness, and then I cried tears of joy because I felt him hug me. I felt his love around me. It was beautiful. That night was beautiful. The next day I woke up with puffy eyes. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit led me to confess my sins to a friend. So, I had to confess, I believe it is written in um, Timothy, I don't know if it's first or second Timothy, but we are, uh, uh, we are, sorry, we are encouraged to confess our sins to one another and receive prayers and encouragement. That is how the body of Christ is edified, you know. So, I was moved by the Holy Spirit to confess my shenanigans to a friend. Now, it's not that this person was, you know, more spiritually, um, what's the word, was more spiritual or anything, but there was no one else I could, you know, talk to. And like I said, I was moved to confess to this person. And that is what I did. I confessed to this person and told her everything and I received she received me with so much grace so much love I felt the love of God I didn't feel condemned in any way I felt light I felt peace I felt so much peace after confessing to this person so much peace so much peace honestly i cannot explain the peace i felt i felt so much peace after confessing but i knew that i would have to tell my boyfriend about what happened it was i the holy spirit already told me that you will tell this person this thing you're not going to keep it to yourself do you understand you're not going to keep it to yourself. you're going to tell this person what you did you know go you will but not now not now so that was 24th december 25th christmas day 2021 2022 that was when the holy spirit decided that okay you are ready to confess your sins to this person and i think it was after yes i, I can't remember either february or march february or march that was um when the Holy Spirit prompted me to confess to this person. And I will not lie to you, I almost died. Hey, God. I cried, cried, cried. Begged the Holy Spirit, please, please. 
hush. I cried. This person knew already that I was entertaining other people. I that was when we were making up. I told him that oh, there were other people around, all that kind of thing. But the whole working for a porn magazine stuff, I never said that. You know. So the Holy Spirit pushed me and after I had died, because I had to die first, I died, I woke up, I told him what happened and I felt peace. Like the, the instant I said those things, I told him what happened, peace. It was, I cannot explain it. I felt so light, so light. Oh, I felt so light. I felt so much peace. I stopped crying. I, I, like, it wasn't that I was no longer feeling bad, but like, the tears that came after that were forced ones. Like, I was forcing myself to cry. Because so I was like, you just broke this person's heart. Why are you not crying? Do you understand? But I could not cry again. I felt so much peace. I felt light. I felt light. And the following months after that was just beautiful. Prior to when I listened to Mike Todd's um, message, I had joined a community of... Um, Christians and we always pray in every Fridays and um, Saturdays nights I think 8 p.m. yeah to like 10 sometimes 11 as the spirit needs so that was you know making me sane I was still struggling with some things but that prayer group was making me sane we had Bible studies on Saturdays then prayers Fridays so it was making me sane then I'm listen to my thoughts and everything my spirit is connected and i was just moving 2022 the holy spirit was pushing me into deliverance now my thoughts message led me to christ pastor vladimir zavchok i can't pronounce his sounding very well but he's russian he's based in washington dc i listened to his messages i no longer see his messages like that anymore but I, I love that man so much because his ministry is a ministry of deliverance and i fell in love with deliverance <laughs> after that period by by the way my relationship did not end we we worked it out god was merciful forgiveness came i yeah forgiveness came that way, I, I, even though I had not forgiven myself, this person forgave me as difficult as it was. This person forgave me and did not hold anything against me. I was the one that was even holding it against myself, you know, holding my past. The devil was condemning me and I was being foolish, listening to his lies. So deliverance was what it um not the devil, Jesus. <laughs> Deliverance was what the Holy Spirit was leading me to during that period while I was trying to, you know, work on my relationship and build this person's trust back. Deliverance was what the Holy Spirit was pushing me into in 2022, early, the first quarter of 2022. So I was listening to Pastor Vlad's uh, messages, going through them and one of his live streams was on deliverance and breaking um, the generational curses and stuff like that. I did not join the live stream. Like when the live stream ended, that was when I came online, I saw it. I didn't have enough data. So I, I the live stream ended, I think 10, then by 11, I had YouTube um, night bonus. So I was going to watch it that night. I spent that night conducting deliverance on myself, self-deliverance. That was the emphasis, that was the title of the um, live stream, self-deliverance. There's some deliverance that you would have to go to a pastor 
go to church and they will deliver you. There are some you have to go through fasting to get deliverance, you know. It's in the Bible. Jesus said that to his disciples. So, self-deliverance. I was watching this live stream. It first, one thing I love about that man is that he will teach you first, give you biblical um, references to what he's teaching you, what he's about to do, before he does anything. He always backs up what he's saying with scriptures. That is why I love, I will forever love Pastor Vlad. So he taught us the uh, importance of deliverance, what would what your heart posture should be before deliverance and stuff like that taught us about generational curses so after the lessons the deliverance started i started renouncing different things renouncing different spirits because you do when you do a particular thing over and over again the spirits behind it comes of creating an environment conducive for the spirit that orchestrates that particular activity. So if you are watching porn, obviously the spirit of lust is going to be there. Like if you are addicted to it, the spirit behind it would come into that environment. If you keep on praying over and over again, keep on fasting over and over again, your environment also changes. So what you keep on doing, there's a spirit behind it and the spirit would come to latch on you or to, to, to latch on you, to stay with you, basically. So I renounced lust, I renounced soul ties, I had to break soul ties. I did that on the twenty first on the twenty fourth of December twenty twenty one. But I did it again. You know. I had to forgive because forgiveness, unforgiveness so it's a spirit. It's an evil spirit. I had to forgive myself, forgive on the person that introduced me into the um um porn magazine job because I hated this person so much. And that was holding me back from a lot of things. I also hated myself for making the mistake, for hurting people, you know. So I had to forgive myself, I had to renounce lust and other things and I got delivered. I didn't convulse or anything but I got deliverance. Deliverance can be in different forms. It could be uncontrollable tears uncontrollable tears, English. Uncontrollable tears, it could be vomiting, it could be um seizure, sneezing. This was what I learned during the live stream. So yeah, that happened and I was, I felt lighter, I felt free, I felt different. I felt completely different. So that was how 2022 was just going. Then the strike happened and by June, I started Becoming Truth, my podcast. And that was, if you had listened to my first episode, season one, you would know that I started that, that podcast out of obedience because it had been, it had been nudging, the Holy Spirit had been nudging me to start it and it happened. I was supposed to share my testimony in season one, but the devil discouraged me from doing it. Because, well, the information I'm sharing is very weighty. It's not something that I should just drop on anybody. So the devil just made me feel like, uh, like I had not fully forgiven myself, you know, and he used that to taunt me. That, oh, people will not listen, people would hate you, or people will look at you differently. Don't share it and stuff like that. But now I'm sharing it not because I have, you know, overcome that, you know, condemnation. Like I have not, I've forgiven myself, but sometimes I just sit and be like, why did you make that mistake, you know? I ask myself that question. But I'm sharing it 
regardless because God is good. He has been good to me. His love is real. God is real. It's not a hoax. It's not a lie. It's not a fairy tale. The Bible is real. Okay, and I have seen him move in my life. He has changed me. From 2019 to 2023, I have seen, I have changed. I have changed. And it was not by my power. It was by the saving power of Jesus Christ. And what I, what happened to me, the things that I did, the things that I struggled with, is what someone else is struggling with out there. That person could listen to this podcast. The person may not listen to this podcast till after 10 years from now. Who knows? But that person will listen to this and realize that, oh, wow, I'm not alone in this. Oh, wow, Jesus did this for this girl. Then he can do this for me. That is why I'm sharing it. not because... I'm scared about what people will say about me. I'm worried about what people will think. It's because I know that my testimony can be used as a message to someone. Just like how Michael Thord's testimony saved me. It led me to salvation. So I'm not going to be told my testimony. It's me giving thanks to God for saving my life. So yeah, that's why I'm sharing this. So I didn't share it in season one because I'm not forgiving myself and the devil was, you know, using me to play 1010. I did the podcast, then I resumed school in September 2022. I had to stop. Apart from the fact that I was led to stop, I had to stop. And then my spiritual life was, you know, up and up off and on, up and down, like it was just crazy, lots of things were happening, it was just crazy, I was still struggling with porn and masturbation, it wasn't as frequent as it used to be, but once in a while, once in a while, and I was still in a relationship, and a relationship outside Christ, you know how it is, you know how it is, you know, and even though both of us now had accepted Jesus, and we wanted to have a celibate relationship. There were times we would just get into a space and everything would just, the air becomes thick and one or two things happen. So we were struggling. We were struggling with celibacy in the relationship. We were struggling. We even got to a point where we were not even trying anymore, you know, because we had believed that last, last, we'll get married. Don't worry. There's no, we'll get married. It's just time. <laughs> that was what we were using to console ourselves, you know. So 2023, I, final year, final year, 411, FYB in the building, 2023, and, um, oh, <laughs> It was a lot. It was a lot. 2023, I won't lie, has been my best year ever. Ever. Because prophecies that had been hanging over my life began to manifest this year. Prophecies that people have been, had told me in the previous years were beginning to just come in. They were just coming in this year and I was seeing it. Ah, God. God is good. God is good. He is good. He is so good. So 2023, I applied for hostel space. I had paid my school fees. I applied for hostel space because 200 level, I was coming from home. 200 level, first semester, I was coming from home. Second semester, I had to buy space because my grades were going down and we just came back from eight month strike. I had to sit up. If not, I would fail. <laughs> so I had to buy space in the hostel and I got space and I bought space and I moved to the hostel. 400 level, 
Unibem was gracious enough because when you are leaving, they will want to tell you, you know, give you a parting gift by giving you hostel space. 100 level, they are welcoming you, they will give you hostel space. 200, 300 and other levels, yeah, they don't, they don't care about you. So 400 level, I was applying for space. I paid my school fees a bit late. So the hostel I wanted to stay in, female hostel, I could not get it. I was struggling. I was always booking, booking, booking. One beautiful evening, I booked for hostel space. I now got all three boys and girls hostel. I, I did not cry, but I wanted to cry. I was devastated because the time I went there to see someone, the place was dirty. It was, oh God, it was ugly. I hated that place so much. So seeing that I got that place, eh, I was heartbroken. But what could I do? My mom just encouraged me that it's probably God's will. Don't worry, go there. He will favor you there. I said, okay, no problem. Let me go. <laughs> I moved into the hostel. I, God blessed me with beautiful roommates. Because that was something I was praying for. That seeing, I don't want to have crazy people in my room. I don't want. If not all of them are Christians, let half be Christians. Devoted Christians. I want iron to sharpen iron. I want people that will push me to pray. Push people that will push me to read my Bible because as I am right now, I'm kind of you know, lukewarm. I'm not hot again. I'm misbehaving. I knew I was honest with myself. I was beginning to fluctuate. So I wanted my roommates to spark, spark me up, to sharpen me up my relationship with God and God blessed me with beautiful women. That was one of the prayers that he answered first for me. Blessing with beautiful roommates, sisters actually. So I was there and I, I, God was leading me out of my current church. The fellowship that I joined when I newly entered school was pushing me out of there. Now I felt, at first I thought it was the devil. But with time, I realized that, okay, this is not the devil. This is the Holy Spirit. What do you want me to do? I was asking questions, but I wasn't getting answers. So in the hostel, the hostel is, I think, the biggest hostel in Uniben, and it had a field, football field. And every night by 7.30, there were a group of people who would be praying. I would be passing in the evening to maybe get something downstairs, and I would see them praying. Or from my room, I would hear them pray. I'm like, okay, okay. One day I decided to go join them and when I joined them, the word of knowledge that came in for me, it was not funny. It was not funny. That was how I got hooked to these people. And I started praying with them every evening. It was very consistent. And I was seeing other people burning for Jesus and I was like, yes, this is what I want. This is where I want to be this gathering because I noticed something about me that when I am around people who are burning I'm, I burn like it's easy for me to maintain fire when I am around other people that are burning I just right now I am learning or the Holy Spirit is teaching me how to burn without other people how to depend on him for strength so that I can keep up the momentum to keep up the fire but I caught fire when I got there, very quickly, very quickly. And um, with time, I started manifesting some gifts, started hearing the Holy Spirit clearer. But before that, I prayed because they were teaching us, the, the person in charge there, she was teaching us about you know, hearing God and giving prophecies and word of knowledge. And she was like, the same spirit that is in Iadebuye, it's inside you. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is inside you. So you can prophesy. You can give word of knowledge. You can give word of wisdom. Don't limit God. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I don't want to limit God. But whenever I hear things, I always feel like it's with my voice. And I'm like, ah, my me talk on me. It's not the Holy Spirit. So because it felt like I was, you know, disobeying the Holy Spirit, I had to pray. I'm like, Listen, I don't want to blaspheme. I don't want to 
lie against the Holy Spirit. I don't want to be Ananias and Sephira. I don't want to kill me before my time. So please, if you want me to give out a word, give me mini heart attack. Literally, that is what I said. Look, I didn't say heart attack, but like I told him to impress it in my heart, like make my heart heavy, heavy. Guys, I know how it feels when people that die of heart attack, I know what they go through before they die. I am not even capping. When the Holy Spirit told me to say something, the way my heart was, I don't know how to explain it, but it felt like I was going to die if I didn't open my mouth to say what he was going to tell me, what he told me to say. I was so heavy. I was shaking. My heart, I could not breathe. <laughs> I'm like, guy, even though I said give me a heart attack, I didn't mean it now. Calm down. And the crazy thing is that the moment I open my mouth and I start talking, the pain becomes lesser. Becomes lesser. Becomes lesser until I am done before I regain myself. That was how I got trained to give word like to hear the holy spirit like when he tells me something and i have to obey that was how he trained me because the last thing i wanted was to grieve the holy spirit to lie i didn't believe in myself so i wanted him to teach me to believe (laughs) in myself so i was going i was growing praying you know then one day, that prayer that day was fire. Ah, was crazy. Crazy stuff happened that day. And I was led by the Holy Spirit to make a very funny prayer. And the prayer was, God, I want to be like Abraham. I want to be as obedient like Abraham. I want to have the faith of Abraham. No questions asked. Yes, and only yes. That would be my response to whatever you told me. (sighs) And seeing that that was what the Lord wanted me, wanted for me at that moment, he acknowledged it because it was in his will. People of God, a few days later, we're having prayers. And the anchor was the leader was saying that some of you, the Holy Spirit is going to begin to tell you things, give you instructions. It is time for you to go deeper, begin to obey, get instructions from the Holy Spirit. I was praying, I was saying, I was praying. (laughs) That's how I was praying. The next thing, I started hearing things. At first, I thought it was it was demon, but I heard it clear, very clear. This one I didn't even need pain in my chest. Clear. He gave me two instructions: delete the social media and end it, end the relationship. Prior to this, I was obsessed to becoming a. Christian influencer, content creator on IG. Like I was following other Christian content creators. I was obsessed with becoming one. Ah, my goodness. I was obsessed with becoming one of them. Yeah. So the that I was thinking of creating a TikTok account. Like I was already pimping my IG. Like I was taking it seriously. Holy Spirit told me, delete your account, like delete social media from your phone, leave only WhatsApp because you're in school and you need WhatsApp to get information for classes and your supervisor. Leave only WhatsApp, delete every other thing, IG, TikTok, Twitter, Snapchat, every other social media, link, LinkedIn. <laughs> no, that one, that one did not, you did, you did not pay me like that though. He, did, he paid me, but he not paid me like that. But what paid me was the fact that he told me in the relationship. And I knew what he was talking about. 
I knew what what it was talking about. I knew what it was talking about. I started wailing. Like I was in a, I was with people praying, but this one is as if I was the only one that got instruction that day. I was wailing. God. I was crying like a child. The leader called me and was like, What did he tell you to do? <laughs> I told her what I heard and she was like, Okay. Grace has been given to you. Take your time. But do not let the grace elapse. Now, what this beautiful lady did not know was that I knew when I was going to do these things. I was meant to delete the accounts that day, that night. This was a Sunday night. I was meant to delete the accounts that night. And then end the relationship the next day. I had, let's say, um, 20 hours max of grace to end the relationship. I knew. Like, it's not as if I heard the Holy Spirit tell me. I just knew that this had to be done tomorrow. If not, something would happen and would not be funny. So this was me going through my Abraham phase. At that point, I was like, is this how Abraham felt when God told him to kill Isaac? (laughs) It was not funny. It was not funny. I deleted the accounts the next day, next evening, next day evening, Monday evening, Monday night, sorry. I broke the news and... At first, like immediately I said it, the peace. I had willed prior. I had willed prior, but immediately I ended the relationship. There was this peace that came. But you know, one thing about breakups, you know, it's, I was hoping that it would not be messy, but it was messy. It was messy. Because prior to that, he had heard something different, and I had something different. So it was like, there was confusion everywhere. It was like I heard wrong. I was asking myself, did I hear wrong? But somebody confirmed it. Like, I was so confused. My goodness. I was so confused. I did not know what to believe anymore. Then if I was lying or not, I just was confused. So because of the confusion and everything, like, I slipped into depression. I got depressed and my depression pushed me to cut my hair. At first I was thinking that I wanted to just cut my hair. I mean, find out, yeah, I need to breathe. Yeah, I was depressed. I was depressed. Very bad. Very, very bad. I was depressed. But God helped me, saw me through it, and after a couple of months, he finally gave me the answer to the questions I had asked, because I was like, why did he hear something else? Why did I, why did you tell me to end the relationship? Why, why, why? Like, I was asking a lot of questions, and he wasn't answering me. I think it was three months, what am I saying? I think three months ago, that was when I finally got the answer as to why everything happened. And it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense why he told my ex something else and he told me something else. It makes a lot of sense now. It had to happen for a reason. And with time, everything will manifest fully with time. So, yeah, this is where I am currently. Outside the whole breakup and everything, I finally found a new church to attend. And I think I said this in episode one that these people are my family. Every time I get into the gathering, I feel God strongly. Ash. Ah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, this, be led. Honestly, in this life, 
whatever you do, be led by the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit lead your steps, so guard your steps, so that you will not make wrong decisions in life. Your walk with God is a very crucial one, and if you slip into the wrong fold, you will be gone. You will think you are, you are serving God, but you are serving Mammon. If he does not want you to be in a particular place and he is leading you out, move. If he's leading you to somewhere else, go there. Whether it's from a mega church to a local, to a very like localized church that they're using trampoline, um, using trampoline as their building, he has his reasons. He has his reasons. He wants to build you up. Be led. Be led. Like if ever you didn't get anything from all of my rambling, please be led by the Holy Spirit in whatever you do in this life. Because there are a lot of false preachers out there. We are in the end times. If you think we are still Jesus, <laughs> let me not go there. Let me not just go there. But the devil is walking about. It was never called darkness. He's still light. The devil is still light, but then God is the greater light. So you can have two preachers right in front of you. You need discernment to know which of them is of God. They both speak in tongues. They both prophesy. They both heal. They both cast out demons. But one of them is fake. One of them is of the devil. One of them is of God. So in everything that you do in this life, please be led of the Holy Spirit. Be led. Be led. Be led. From 2019 now to 2023, God showed me his mercy, showed me his love. He has healed me. Now my relationship with God is not savior and servant, but now it's father and daughter. I have finally allowed him to love me to heal me and he's still healing me because there are still parts of me that still needs healing i still struggle with pride i still struggle with lying i still struggle with a lot of things a lot of things but it's a gradual process and when you are willing when you are willing When you are willing, you make things easier. When you surrender your will and allow him to do what he wants to do with you, he will break you. It will be painful. It would be painful. It would be painful. I was the one that prayed for faith of Abraham. I get I get a instruction to end my relationship that had lasted for years. And it broke me. I slipped into depression that I finally recovered from for months. I had to finally just stop asking questions and just blindly believe that God knows the right thing for me. He is my father after all. He would not lead me astray. So I had to trust him. And when I surrendered my will to him. That was when he gave me the answer to the questions I had been asking for months. So, I am not going to lie that I am perfect. I'm not going to lie that when I accepted Jesus, every of my sins just vanished. I didn't have any other struggle again. Once in a while, I struggle with lust. Once in a while, I get tempted to watch porn. Once in a while, I am tempted to fake a sickness to get attention. But there was something um, man of God said, Pastor, Anosiki, Pastor John Anosiki said, starve the sin. Starve it. When you starve something, it dies eventually. Starve it. 
Starve it. Don't give it power by feeding it. Starve it. And you may say that, how do I starve it? How? I don't have the power. I don't have the strength. I get weak. I'm human. I'm very, I'm very feeble. I'm very fickle. We withdraw our strength from God. And we only receive that strength when we are sincere. When we are sincere. A sincere man is a man helped of God. That is what I have learned this year. That sincerity, sincerity will take me to places that spirituality will not take me to. Sincerity will break things for me that spirituality will not break me. Dimensions, graces, sincerity will break me into those things that spirituality will not. There's a reason why David was called, why David is called the man after God's own heart. Because he was sincere. He did something, he received. If he feels angry, he will see it. This man was so honest to a fault. He was so sincere to God. And God helped him. God helped him. God helped him. There are days where I'm like, God, I can't do this. I need you to help me. I'm tired. I don't have the strength. Help me. And he steps in and helps me. I remember a situation, I think some months back, where I fell back into porn. I watched porn and... I didn't feel bad about it. I watched it twice in one day. I didn't feel bad about it. And I sat down. I didn't feel remorse. Like, no, I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel bad about it. I sat down and I was like, God. So I've gotten to the point where I would commit a sin against you and I won't feel bad. Wow. You have work to do. Like, you have work to do. Because if I don't feel bad about what I just did, there is something wrong with me. I told him, I don't feel bad about this thing. I enjoyed watching this thing. So you may hear this now and be like, ah, how can you tell God that? I had to be sincere. And when I said that, when I confessed to him that I didn't feel bad about what I just did, rather than chastisement i felt love enveloped me the love was so great that i wept that i wept that for that till the next day i was in in shock i was shaken by what i did i had to be sincere God is good, honestly. There is nothing you have done. There is nothing you would do that, like, absolutely nothing would push him away from you. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. I used to be a very insecure girl, and now I... I feel so much confidence. I used to look down on myself, but now I see the woman that God sees, and I'm like, yes, that's who I am. A bold, confident woman who loves God, who lives for God, who is bold about her faith. That is who God sees. And I see that woman, and I want to become that woman. So no matter what you have done, as bad as it may be, you may have been a prostitute, you're into um, Yahoo, you're in the porn industry, you, whatever it is, 
you killed somebody, you are a witch. God doesn't care. He loves you. And he wants you to come to him. He wants to help you. He wants to take away the pain and give you joy and give you peace. And give you peace. He wants to give you peace. That is what he wants to do. He wants to give you peace. So much peace. So much peace. He is the Prince of Peace. Like this peace, it's a person. It's not just absence of worry. It's an atmosphere. He wants to envelop you in his love. This episode is already going so long already and I have to end very soon. But if you have not accepted Jesus, today is an opportunity for you to accept him. As your personal Lord and Savior, he loves you and he wants to take away that pain. He wants to take away that pain. He does not hate you. He's not upset with you for what you have done. Rather, he loves you. When he sees you, he does not see the prostitute. He does not see the gambler. He doesn't see the drunkard. He does not see the, the woman bitter. He doesn't see any of that. He sees his child. Who needs help? Who needs him? Who needs love? Who needs joy? Who needs saving? But he can only come in when you are, when you realize that you are in need of saving. That is only when he will come in and pick you up, dust you up. Like the prodigal son, the father was waiting. That was how he was able to see that his son was far off and he ran and he hugged him. Jesus is waiting. He has never stopped waiting for you to make that turn. He is still waiting. Now the question is, are you ready to come back home? Are you not tired of the, the sin? Are you not tired of the pain you feel? You, you do those things that you do and yet you still feel empty. You still feel void. Are you not tired? Come home. The Bible says, Come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come home. Your Father is waiting for you. He's patiently waiting for you. Come home. Come home. And Father, I pray that Anyone who listens to this, who decides to accept you tonight, today, whenever they listen to this episode, that they decide to accept you as, as a savior, I pray that your love envelopes them, that they feel your presence so strongly. And they feel so convicted of their sins and they realize that they are in need of saving. That it is only in you that they find peace. That it is only in you that they would get the love that they have been seeking for all of their lives. I pray that anyone struggling with one sin or the other is set free in the name of Jesus. Receive peace. Peace be still. I speak peace to that problem. I speak peace to that struggle. Depression is casted out in the name of Jesus. Receive peace. Receive peace in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow, what an episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. 
If you did, please share your thoughts with us on our email, emmetpod at gmail.com. That is emmetpod at gmail.com. Do not forget to subscribe if you haven't. Share with your friends and family and please rate the podcast. Have an amazing weekend. See you next Thursday. Bye.